0: About complaining folk and a magical donkey that spoke You'll wonder why Moshe hit that stone And why the spies could not atone Some of our best stories by far Were written in Seber Bar. It's Benidbar, now get it right! This week's Parsha is Pinchas Now before I tell you what happens in this week's Parsha I need to take you back to the end of last week's Parsha you remember King Balak and his hired sorcerer, Bielam, right? Well, they had failed in cursing Bene Israel, but Balak was not quite yet ready to give up. So he says to Bilam we need to do something. If we can't destroy them on the battlefield, and if you can't curse them because God is on their side, then, then maybe we get God to not be on their side yes well how would we possibly do that King Balak well if I know gods they get very jealous so what would happen if we made their God jealous by having them worship other gods a wonderful plan and so that is what King Balak and Bilaam do. They find very beautiful, charismatic, sociable people to come to Bnei Israel and try to convince them to worship idols. And so the people come and they say, "Hello, Bnei Israel. Hello, hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. I am a worshiper of." Idols, and I was wondering if you would want to worship idols with us. It's really so fun, and your God won't mind, I promise. Now, some people knew better, but others were really interested. They said, really? You you, you don't think our God would mind? Oh, no, it's really so fun to worship idols. Come and join us. We'll have the best time. And so more and more of Bene Israel started to follow these people and began to worship idols. And God was obviously mad, and God gave them a terrible plague that began to spread throughout all of the camp of Israel. And even though God was sending this curse, there was still a big group of soldiers who had joined together with these people who were paid by Balak to convince them to worship idols. And they had all gotten together in this big party. And when Moshe and Elazar, the Kohen Gadol, had heard about this, they said, we have got to make an example of these people and so they gathered the whole community together and they put all of those members of B'nai Israel who had been worshipping idols with the followers of Balak and Bilaam, the ringleaders they put them on trial and just as they were about to hand out the punishment a certain man who is not named but is presumably a soldier goes and finds one of these women who was worshipping Baal the god that they were worshipping And him and her went off into a private area so that they could worship together. Now, this was very offensive. I mean, here were the ringleaders who were about to be punished for this very thing. And leaving the big trial, the big public ceremony, was this man, this soldier, and this young woman. Now, it's not clear exactly how many people saw this, but at least one person saw it. And his name was Pinchas, Pinchas, the son of Eleazar, the grandson of Aaron. And Pinchas saw that this soldier was leaving with this worshiper of Baal, and he said, I am going to do something about this. And he grabs his spear, and he goes and he follows them, and he says, you stop it now, and he throws his spear, and it stops them. Now it's that man Pinchas, the person who threw the spear, the son of Elazar, the grandson of Aaron. Pinchas is the one who this week's parsha is named for, and this parsha begins with these words: "Vayiraber Adonai el Moshe lemor, God said to Moshe, Pinchas ben Elazar ben Aaron a kohen, he et chamati me'al bnei Israel." Pinchas, the son of Eleazar, who was the son of Aaron the Kohen, has turned back my anger, has done teshuva on behalf of all Bnei Israel, and therefore the plague is going to stop. And not only that, because Pinchas stood up on my behalf, God says, I am going to create a Brit Shalom, a covenant. Of peace. Now, a lot is asked about what is this covenant of peace, what is this breach shalom. But what it seems to be is that for the last 40 years, as B'nai Israel has been wandering through the Midbar, God and B'nai Israel have kind of been fighting, arguing a lot. B'nai Israel would complain to Moshe, Moshe would go to God, God would get angry, God would say, Let's just kill them all. And God would never kill all of them, but slowly, slowly they would die out or he would punish some of them like the followers of Korach or the Miraglim, all of these people who had been punished along the way. God says, with this new generation, let's stop this terrible cycle. This new generation, as long as they have leaders like Pinchas who are willing to stand up and stop B'nai Israel. From going astray and worshiping idols, then I won't have any problems and will be able to enter into the land with peace. Now, this is an important moment because it really transitions us fully to the new generation. As I've said, many, many of the first generation that left B'nai Israel as adults have died out, and now the younger generation. Is growing up, and we've seen that with Eleazar as the new high priest. And we can see that Pinchas is even taking on a role of responsibility, a more future generation. And they are journeying and journeying during Parshat Pinchas, and they finally do arrive at the border with Eretz Israel, a place called Arvot Moab Al Yardain Yericho, the steeps of Moab, which is on the Jordan River near Jericho near Jericho now one of the last things that they have to do before they enter into the land of Israel is they have to divvy up the land because it's a very very expansive land and they have to say okay this part of the area is going to belong to this tribe and this area is going to belong to this tribe and within that tribe every family is going to have a certain amount of land and that is going to be their land for forever and that's the conversation we had a long time ago about who's gonna get what land and selling the land back during the Yovel year. And so in order to do this, they have to take a census and they have to say, okay, okay, okay. We need to know everybody's family situation. A lot of things have been moving around. There have been a lot of moving pieces and we need to collect information about who's still alive, who has had how many children, How many sons are there? Who's going to take on all the different responsibilities when we get to the land of Israel? So the different tribes speak up and say, on behalf of the tribe of Reuven, here's how many people we have. Or on behalf of the tribe of Shimon, here's how many people we have, and here's how much land we need, and here's what we want to do. And then Moshe and Eleazar and Yehoshua, who's going to be the new leader of the people, they hear a brand new voice. And the brand new voice says this. We have a complaint for the complaint department. And we're going to find out whose voice that was and what that complaint was in next week's podcast Parsha. Shabbat Shalom.